It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Playing that system that's not a system, but sure plays like a system leading up to the tournament. We're looking for that value with the daily dimes. We look for the gross lines getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. This time of year, baby. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Hanging out here with you for the next two hours. It's like halftime of the show. Two hours down, two more to go. If you've been paying attention to basketball tonight, I'm going to be like Clay Thompson. I'm going to score 33 points and a half, and I'm going to knock down eight threes. I'm going to go unconscious. Anyway, shout out to everybody who locked into the first two hours. If you missed it, you can always hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. If you're tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, thank you. If you're listening on Sirius XM Channel 158, thank you. If you're on a smart speaker, thank you. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by our producer holding it down tonight, my main man, Carlos Ortiz. And I'm being joined by you. You're the most important person here, you. You listening, you driving, you working. Maybe you supposed to be working and you not. Yeah, I'm proud of you too. I'm happy that you're listening to me. And if you listen to the first two hours of the show, it has been a busy show. It's been a busy Monday. Selection Sunday, March Madness. We got the first four games going down on Tuesday. I just told you about Clay Thompson right now, Golden State. They're leading uh, Phoenix 98-86. to 86. Uh, We had the opening period. See, this is when you know the NFL just makes stuff up. We know free agency starts on Wednesday. You can start signing on Wednesday. They got this official period on Monday, the legal tampering period. What's the NFL going to come up with next to kind of publicize all of its moves? And, And we've had a hell of a lot of moves. We talked about Aaron Rodgers last hour. We know we have no idea where he's moving. He don't know where he's moving. I'm sure he's drinking or smoking something right now. Maybe eating a mushroom. I don't know. Maybe he's writing his thesis for his psychedelics conference. But anyway, Jimmy Garoppolo did move. Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, the newest quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. Good for him. Jimmy Garoppolo. Three years, $67 million. Derek Carr introduced over the weekend with the Saints. The New York Jets hoping that Aaron Rodgers goes that way. Jameis Winston coming to terms on a a new deal to be a backup to Derek Carr in New Orleans. We saw Daniel Jones get a deal with the Giants, uh, Geno Smith. We've seen defenders move around, Tremaine Edmonds. No longer a member of the Buffalo Bills, but he now goes to Chicago. I guess he's going to try to be their stud linebacker in place of, of, of Roquan, who is now in Baltimore. Uh, we see Jesse Bates is coming here to Atlanta. There's, there's just a lot going on. 
right before we went to break, we talked about Austin Eckler. He's just like, man, these Chargers ain't paying me. Can y'all trade me? Man, I don't think the Chargers, uh, I don't think the Chargers should trade that, man. I think it'd be a massive, massive mistake. Uh, but we got a caller who's been waiting patiently here. I'm going to take the call. I want to get into a lot of the free agent movement. It's just, it's busy as hell. 855-212-4CBS. If you want to talk to me, if you're on social media, if you're at work and you can't pick up the damn phone, you can go ahead and tweet me at JR Sport Brief. But let's go to Baltimore quickly and talk to Bob. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's on your mind, Bob? Hey, JR. Yeah, I, I think Rodgers is going to, to the Jets, and I, I think he's got football up. You know, I think when, when I look at – I can't stand listening to Rodgers talk, but he's a great player, and I think he's got a lot of football left in him. He had a pretty good year last year. He was an MVP before that, and I think you just got to kind of view him as one of those players that you just you just watch him on the field and tune out everything else. But I've, I've actually been pretty excited today because I'm, I'm a big Lamar fan, and when I say that, I'm a big – Lamar fan, Lamar is a player. I think he's been horrible representing himself. I want him back. And watching Atlanta and all these other teams not wait for him and just just spend and spend and bring in talent and everything else tells me I don't think there are a whole lot of teams in the NFL looking to put aside $40, $50 million to to make a bid at him. So I think it's, you know, at the end of the day, the Ravens did nothing but lose players today, but, but I think it's much more likely today than it was yesterday that Lamar's coming back to us. Yeah, it, it hasn't been a fear of mine, even dating back the last week when we had so many teams already. The, the Falcons, for instance, they ran a whole article on their website about how they were not going to add uh, Lamar Jackson. And they're, they're one of several teams, the Panthers. And we know the Panthers have now traded a short term for right now into the number one spot. And thank you, Bob, for calling from Baltimore. Uh, you talk about the Ravens. We know Lamar Jackson, because there's only two quarterbacks really left worth a damn. It's Lamar Jackson. And do we think he's going to leave? Probably not. And then you have Aaron Rodgers. God knows what he's going to do. He probably knows, and he doesn't probably know. I don't know. I don't even want to get into that man's brain. But when it comes to Lamar Jackson, I want you to hear his head coach, John Harbaugh. We've heard so many times about how close their relationship is and they love each other and Lamar doesn't want to leave and John doesn't want him to go. This is what John Harbaugh had to say about Lamar. And we've been texting back and forth here and there uh, over the last, ever since the season was over. So I feel like Lamar's doing really well. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's just what it is, part of the business. You know, it's what you expect when you have a great quarterback, when you make a great decision in the draft, you know, and I think we, I think Lamar has done a great job in terms of developing as a quarterback and winning football games and competing and doing all the things that he does. I feel like we've done a great job in terms of uh, bringing out the best in Lamar over the years. And, uh, and it's just evident in the way he plays, you know. And so he's my quarterback. He's my guy. I love him. And uh, as a coach, I just, I'm looking forward to seeing it get done. But it's not easy, you know. It's never easy. It's the business part of it. So, um, but I'm really hopeful and excited, fervently hopeful, and I uh, can't wait for it to get done. Yeah, I know he is. Who else he going to run out there? How about Eric DaCosta is, is one of the guys having to try to put the deal together, try to come to an agreement. This is what Eric DaCosta had to say about the financial worth and value, the quarterback value of Lamar Jackson. You can't win in this league without a strong quarterback. I mean, that's been proven. So we want Lamar here. 
Um, we think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's certainly one of our best players, uh, and we want him back. Living in a world without a quarterback is a, is a bad world to live in, uh, and I think there's a lot of GMs and coaches who would probably say that who are living in that world right now. We're aware of that. Um, I think we've been uh, blessed since 2008 to have Joe Flacco and, and Lamar Jackson, and uh, my goal is to continue that. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to live in a world with no QB. You don't. That's why the New York Jets are currently in purgatory. This is why the Carolina Panthers have just said, well, damn, man, we, we ain't had nobody since Cam, and now we got to trade up to the number one spot. Everybody wants a QB. The Saints, there are a lot of teams who have, have been through the grinder. Uh, the Saints are like, oh, man, what, what does the world look like post-Drew Brees? And they've had to look at Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton. And now they're just like, all right, screw these guys. We'll keep Jameis on the bench again, and we'll bring in Derek Carr. And so Derek Carr, we know he's a saint. And now this man is sitting down in news conferences, and he's – I don't know if this is a joke. It doesn't sound like a joke. Derek Carr's like, yeah, I went to New Orleans, and I went to one of the food capitals on planet Earth, and Derek Carr decided to eat – Chipotle. Listen to this nonsense right here. You know, with all the great food, the first place we went was Chipotle because we didn't know anything. Uh, and, and we walked in there and we couldn't get out of there because of the love from everyone in that, uh, in that building. And, you know, they were taking pictures and just welcoming us, you know, to the city, telling us anything that we need. They're here for us. And you could already feel the southern hospitality and the, uh, the home feeling of it. They should cut that man or trade him to somewhere that has crap food. They should. I could think of some cities that he can go to that has, like, just some of the worst food ever. Uh, But I don't want to insult anybody. So go ahead. Use your imagination. Think of the worst NFL city with the worst food and trade Derek Carr there because that's, that's an embarrassment. That sucks. But anyway, Derek Carr did talk about football. And he said one of the reasons that he is a New Orleans Saint right now it's because of the guy that I mentioned, that Drew Brees fellow. You might have heard of him. I have so much respect for him as a, more as a person and as a dad. I've watched him at the Pro Bowl, you know, sitting there with his kids and the way that his kids admire him and talk about him. And you can tell he's a genuine person. And so a lot of what he had to say was going to carry weight with me. And so um, I won't get into all the details because, you know, some of that was private to him and, and to me. But, you know, a lot of what he said is, you know, probably why I'm sitting here today. Oh, good. Isn't that sweet? Let me know how it goes a couple months in. Good for Derek Carr. Can't wait to hear how the fans feel about him, too. I love the Saints. I love New Orleans. Maybe you can figure out where to eat. It shouldn't be that difficult, man. I got a, I got a whole Google map with like a million restaurants just down in New Orleans. What's he going to eat next? A Shake Shack? Hey, what is he doing? Anyway, quarterbacks, right? Derek Carr is in New Orleans. Jameis Winston will be looking over his shoulder. Now, Lamar Jackson, we don't know what's going on with him. And then we got this news. This is, this is some of the first news that broke today. That Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, is going to be a Raider. That Jimmy Garoppolo is going to connect with his old offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, Three years, $67 million, $34 million guaranteed, 
and now Jimmy Garoppolo can, I guess, go to heaven, right? He can throw the ball to Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. He can hand it off to Josh Jacobs. And Jimmy G can do all of this if he's if he's available, right, if, if he's healthy. If he doesn't, uh, let's say, break his foot or tear his ACL or have a busted thumb or have shoulder surgery, Jimmy Garoppolo is like the bionic man at this point. What is he, is he going to slip and fall on a blade of grass at Allegiant Stadium? I, I don't know. This man was on a roll. He was supposed to be out there uh, for Trey Lance. He broke his ankle. And Jimmy Garoppolo was then supposed to be out there. And it's like, oh, this is great. Jimmy Garoppolo's holding it down. And then he broke his foot. And then we got Brock Purdy. And then Brock Purdy basically broke his damn elbow. And now they got Sam Darnold out there with the 49ers as the backup to the backup. And Jimmy G is in Vegas. Please help me if, if you're excited about this. But what the hell else were the Raiders going to do? They, they are the Raiders, right? And Josh McDaniels wanted to bring in a familiar face. He didn't trust Derek Carr to go out there and run things. And someone who believes that this makes all the sense in the world it's Judy Batista. She covers everything for the NFL, NFL.com, on TV, etc. She said Garoppolo going to the Raiders. You'd have to be stupid not to make that make sense. This one was a no-brainer fit in my mind. We were talking about this yesterday on Free Agency Frenzy, as a matter of fact, that sometimes the right fit is the most obvious one. This is the most obvious one, obviously, the familiarity with Josh McDaniels, um, he's 40 and 17 as a starter. So he had success with Josh McDaniels in New England when he had a fill-in for Tom Brady. But he's had success elsewhere, too. His, his issue has always been, uh, you know, can he stay on the field? And, you know, they will have to deal with that. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is the right person for this job. And also, and this is, again, something we referenced yesterday, he's a really well-liked teammate he has managed to make it work under really unusual circumstances uh both in new england and in san francisco and if they bring in a younger quarterback at some point uh you know he has the type of personality that will make that work too yeah jimmy garoppolo is standing on the sideline just two hurt quarterbacks jimmy garoppolo is standing there every game seemingly with with Trey Lance. At the end of the year, they're just hanging out, watching Brock Purdy, then watching Brock Purdy get hurt. It's like a trio out there. The poor 49ers, it's like every quarterback they had is just like, hey, you go out there. Now nah, he got a concussion. It's just, it's wild. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a likable fellow. We've had him here on the show before. And I'm like, damn, I like Jimmy G. He just always hurt. And so, yeah, good for the Raiders. But it's, is Jimmy Garoppolo moving the needle? No, he's not. He's just, he's there. He's going to cash a check. He's going to break his thumb. I hope not. You know, I'm just thinking about what's likely to happen. He might get hurt. And the Raiders are just going to be the Raiders. They're going to have dumb offensive penalties, and they're going to choke away games at the end. Uh, their owner will wear a stupid haircut and a white sweatsuit. And then Jimmy G will be watching from the sidelines. The Raiders are going to Raider. Sorry. Good move, though. But it's still the Raiders. And we've had so many moves today. It's just, it's, it's mind-numbing when you think about the movement. And, and over the past couple of weeks, we got 
we got Hargrave going on from that dominant Eagles offensive line, and he goes to San Francisco. Marcus Davenport goes from the Saints to the Vikings, and Patrick Peterson goes from the Vikings to the Steelers. Jawan Taylor, he's now going to be a Kansas City Chief, and so that probably means Orlando Brown is gone. Jason Kelsey is returning. Tremaine Edmonds, I mentioned this, he's going to Chicago. Jesse Bates is now a Falcon. There's so many pieces moving around. But if I got to look at one team, and we haven't even officially hit free agency yet. But if I got to be excited about one team and what they've done, I got to go back to I got to go back to Chicago. I got to go back to the Bears. I think what the Bears have done so far in an offseason that hasn't even officially started is exciting. They're keeping fields They added D.J. Moore. They added a first rounder for next year. I just told you about them adding Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, outside of being a Falcons fan and watching the Falcons just go out and spend money, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about the talent and the assets and the spending. I want to send Ryan... I want to send Ryan Poles, the GM for the Bears. I want to send this man a drink. I don't know if he drinks, but send him a bottle of something. We've had movement. We always have movement in the NFL. We got teams that have re-signed players. People were sweating Daniel Jones. Oh, what happens with Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones ain't go nowhere. What's going to happen with Geno Smith? Geno Smith didn't go anywhere. All of the other quarterbacks, is anybody surprised that, that Derek Carr is a saint? Can't be. Are you surprised that Jimmy Garoppolo is a Raider? No, you can't be. Aaron Rodgers might move on. Surprised? Eh, no, this is what he does. Lamar Jackson still out of contract impasse after being tagged. Surprised? No. The Bears gave us a surprise. And we've also heard that it's no guarantee that the Carolina Panthers even hold on to the number one pick. And so with all of the, the old faces now going to new places, for right now, I think the Bears have done an amazing job. And the official free agency period hasn't even started yet. I'm going to open up the phone lines. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Free agency hasn't started. But we know the deals. We know which players are moving on. We know a lot of quarterbacks will be in their new places with new teams. What team has done the best job? What team are you most excited about with the new player, with the new talent? We got a lot of dudes moving. People have been hitting me up all day here in Georgia. Jesse Bates to the Falcons. Jawan Taylor. I mean, we had Orlando Brown here a a couple of months ago. He ain't going to be protecting Patrick Mahomes no more. Jawan Taylor is there now. But overall, I'm excited about the Bears for what they've been able to add on offense, 
someone like DJ Moore, and then what they've also been able to add on defense, and that's Jermaine Edmonds. The phone lines are open. It's 855-212-4CBS. Who's done a damn good job so far here in the NFL before we even hit free agency? Your call's on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, it's always a pleasure to hear you because you know your product. You really do a great job by not distorting what the callers are saying. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Man, we're going through so much of the, I guess, ultimate free agent movement, the official signings that will take place on, on Wednesday. We heard Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be signing with the Raiders. We know Derek Carr. He was able to officially sign. He was cut loose earlier, but Derek Carr is with the Saints. Uh, Patrick Peterson, man, he's going to be going over to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Jawan Taylor is going to be protecting Patrick Mahomes. I assume Orlando Brown is going to have to go ahead and find a new home. And there's been so much movement today. How about Jalen Ramsey being traded or the agreed upon trade on Sunday is almost an an after story here on Monday. Uh, Jalen Ramsey being traded from the Rams. He's going to the Miami Dolphins in exchange for a 2023 third round pick. Tied in Hunter Long will move along as well. And Jalen Ramsey went on Twitter yesterday. I prayed for this specifically about a month, and now it's happening. Miami Dolphins, let's go. And then Tyree Kill also tweeting out a message. Uh, he was kind of tackled by Jalen Ramsey in the Pro Bowl, which was a flag football game, kind of saying, man, if you tackle me like that in practice, we're going to be out here uh, fighting. And so even the Miami Dolphins making moves, bringing in Jalen Ramsey, and then also signing former New York Jets backup quarterback Mike White uh, to their squad. And who knows, with Tua Tonga-Valoa, I'm sure that we will see uh, Mike White throwing the football for the Dolphins. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I got a simple question for you. Amongst all of the moves that we have heard that are agreed upon, which one excites you? I look at the Bears and I'm just like, damn. Bears added Tremaine Edmonds? They decided to trade and bring in DJ Moore. They got the the Panthers' first-round pick next year. They swap with them, so they still have a first-round of this. Ryan Poles needs a drink. But he's paid handsomely, so I'm not worried about him. He needs to buy me a drink. 855-212-4CBS, what move are you excited about? Let's go ahead and talk to Antoine. He's calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Antoine? Uh, what's up, Jay? How you doing, brother? I'm so, excellent. What's up? One of the moves that I like that we really didn't hear about too much is the Javon Hargrave from Philly to San, uh, to Frisco to shore up our defensive linemen. Like, you know what they say, the rich keep getting richer over on our defensive side of the ball for Frisco, you know? Yeah, you got you got Eric Armstead. You already have Bosa. Uh, mm-hmm. 
they gonna be they gonna be whooping ass. And the thing is, he's we don't know how the Eagles' defense is necessarily gonna age at all. And then he, the fact that he's not there with them, you would think maybe come playoff time will hurt them as well. You know, most definitely because if you paid attention during the playoffs. I mean, he was a one, one-man wrecking crew when it came to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he was just super fresh. I don't know what was in the water, man. But, I mean, he really brought it. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. against us, Frisco, and, you know, the uh, championship game. It's like, I mean, he was a one-man wrecking crew. You know, and on top of that, he's just getting a little bit better. He's not too old. You know what I'm saying? In the football sense, I think he's been in the league, what, six years, seven years? Yeah, he's, this is like, I believe you know, he's 30. Sacks this year? Yeah, he's he, he's 30. And the thing about the Eagles with all 70 of their sacks last year, we can look at the age of some of them dudes, whether you want to look at Fletcher Cox, uh, mm-hmm. you, you can go on down the list in line, Brandon Graham. They they run through a rotation of defenders that they just feed and throw out there. Uh, but you, you I like that you said that. That's a good talking point. Yeah, because they you, have a good rotation. You would think that playing on the Niners – listen <laughs> – I could go play defensive line on the 49ers <laughs> right now. I would love to because I'm like, there's three other guys over here. They're going to pay them attention, and I can just run through somebody's legs. You know, it's light work. So You're the fair. 49ers, uh, I, I wouldn't worry about their defense. I think they have to show up the secondary. But okay. the, the bigger we issue is. Gibson them back to a one-year deal. But with that being said, we still need to show up that secondary. You know, we got a good safety out there playing on the back end. Um, reckless abandon out there. He's playing with reckless abandon, but we definitely need to focus on that secondary. But I, I, I'll do you one even better. I think that our offensive lineman, we need to beat that up a little bit first. You know what I mean? Like Trent, wow. you know, Trent is getting a little long in the tooth, even though he's still considered the best lineman. He still in the game. want to fight everybody too, by the way. Yeah, man, you, you can't mess with them big boys like that, man. Sherm should have told you that. Sherm well, should have told you that, man. Don't mess with Trent. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me tell you, you my boy, but it's like, hey. <laughs> Antoine, this is this is what we need to figure out the most for the 49ers. Who's going to be throwing that football and when? And yeah. in that part, we're going to have to wait and see until, uh, I guess, through, through the training camp period. Thank you so much, Antoine, for calling from San Diego. Let's go from West Coast to the East. Let's go to Charlotte, North Carolina, and talk to Aaron. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Aaron? Hey there, JR. Um, I just wanted to say that as a Panthers fan, I'm just happy to see them trying to get their guy. Um, you know, if they take either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, I'm, I'm fine with either one of those. And, uh, you know, people, people that are, you know, talking bad about the trade, I understand that, you know, we gave up our number one wide receiver, but at the same time, like a wide receiver doesn't win you playoff games or Super Bowls. So, I think this trade will be one that, you know, will determine who wins this trade in two to three years, and it's also possible that both teams come out positive in this trade. So you want – I agree with you. We had a lot – I don't know if you listened on Friday. There were a lot of people calling up from Carolina, from the Carolinas, who are not happy with this move and looked at all the negatives. That are all possible, sure. But it's done. what's done is done is done. Like, do you want to hang out in, in just Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold territory and know that you're going nowhere? Or do you want to shoot your shot to go get a potential franchise quarterback? I think it's it's worth the risk, and you won't know for a couple of years. And maybe if all things go well, which we don't know, 
maybe you'll see inklings of that in this first season, regardless of who they select. But you gotta you gotta get in the water before you learn how to swim. You know. Exactly. And well, and I I think that there's plenty of options in the uh, in free agency, but also you know this tight end draft class is really deep. So I think we can get a good guy, you know, maybe second round, then maybe pick up a good wide receiver later in the third or, you know, whatever draft picks we have. I don't really remember exactly. But I think that there is options to build and, you know, get good receivers um, and tight ends out there and a good skill position. So I'm just excited. You know, we have a really good defense and our O-line's been getting better. We just signed, uh, what, Bozeman back, I'm pretty sure. So it's just we have a good situation. I think with our coaching staff, we'll be able to develop a quarterback really well. Okay. Well, let's see, Aaron. Thank you so much for calling from Charlotte. And even with that trade, we know the Panthers is saying, hey, take give us number one. The Bears taking number nine. You know, after the Panthers select number one overall, they will pick in the second round at number 39. Then they'll pick in the third round, number 93rd overall, 114, 132, 145. Six, that's six picks for now. And we've heard it. I don't know if it's going to come true, but there have been word that don't be shocked if, if the Panthers trade again. Do they think they're going to get multiple firsts? Are they going to be able to get the quarterback that they want and additional players? And we'll see. Joel is calling from Seattle. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's going on, Joel? Not with you, JR. Uh, I'm more excited about the Bears than I am about, uh, you know, Geno right now. So I'm, oh. it's, just, it's just exciting. That's my pick. But well, I think uh, what should happen. I, I can't, throughout the course of his career, I can't find too many people who've been excited about Geno. I mean, at the end of the season, he said that he was trying to do too much. So, I mean, you take it for what it is. If, if Geno Smith does not work out, they're not going to have a problem giving him the boot. What I want to see is I want to see Lamar go to San Francisco and they just work it out. Because, I mean, that, now that would be horrible for, for Seattle. But uh, I think there'd be just a it'd be a unbelievable fit. But as far as the, is the Bears are just fantastic right now. Do do you think Lamar Jackson is gonna go to the Niners? Like no, do I think it would happen? No, but I think if they if they work in like a percentage type contract or something, what, I just think it would be <laughs> okay. a, a horrifically scary team. Yeah, I'd love to do that in Madden. You know, I haven't played Madden in a very, 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 right. very long time. Too much that fantasy, would, yeah. That, that'd be a dream team. Hey, I'd also like to go swimming through gold coins like Scrooge McDuck, but I think I'd hurt myself. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, Joe. Good luck with your, right. uh, your Seahawks, okay? Yeah, thank you. All right. No doubt. Man, I didn't, he, he was real excited about Geno Smith now, wasn't he? Not to knock Geno Smith, but I mean, this. Okay, I don't give a damn how great Geno Smith was last year. I'm glad he's not as bad as he was at the the beginning of his career with the New York Jets, but there's just something about Geno Smith that will never excite me. And so for all my friends in Seattle, I hope he works out. I think he will be okay. He'll be serviceable. Most improved that, this guy, this, but I kind of shrug my shoulders. I think Geno Smith is a, a serviceable placeholder until the Seattle Seahawks can find their long-term QB. He's probably somewhere in the middle of what we saw at the beginning of the season and what we saw at the end. 
where he became a little bit too much of a turnover monster. He got paid, though, good for him. And he got an award. Let's give him a star and a gold sticker. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That is 855-212-4CBS. Lamar Jackson, I mean, ain't no update on him and where he's going. There isn't one. I do have an update on a guy in baseball. One of the best pitchers that we've seen in a long time is leaving the country. I'll give you an update on that. And then I see the Golden State Warriors. They're about to wipe out the Phoenix Suns after Klay Thompson lost his absolute mind tonight. I'll fill you in on that as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, sir. How you doing? Nice to talk to you. Um, I've been uh, locked into you ever since I got SiriusX and Satellite. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. You know, we've we've done a lot of talking about the free agent movement and well. The tampering period movement, the deals that have been agreed upon here in the NFL. In a minute, I'm going to tell you about somebody who's moving on from Major League Baseball. And quite honestly, it ain't it ain't by choice, I'll tell you that much. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll tell you about it right now. Trevor Bauer is no longer in in Major League Baseball. I'm I'm sure you know this. Trevor Bauer was basically uh, suspended. He came across as a complete jerk, if you ask me. Had these allegations of of sexual assault, despite the fact that he has not been thrown or placed, you know, under the jail. He was suspended. He's 32 years old. The Dodgers said, no thank you. He was released by the Dodgers. The Dodgers said, we don't give a damn. His suspension was upheld. The Dodgers still have to pay him $22.5 million out of $102 million. This is quite a difference, huh? But now Trevor Bauer is going to Japan. The Yokohama Bay Stars. I'm sure that's not what Trevor Bauer wanted to do. And it's 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 not so much about uh you know Trevor Bauer and and getting a chance. He just he he always made light of the situation or ran around like he was was better or he was just so combative. He would say nasty things to fans. And sure, he got his money, but he's finding out that you just you just can't always get what you want. And so have fun have fun in Japan. I don't think his teammates have missed him. I don't know if anybody in the majors will miss him. So long, good riddance uh, to Trevor Bauer. Other news, we had a caller ask about the World Baseball Classic. Here's something new for you if you're tuning into it. Puerto Rico, their pitchers, and I say pitchers because it took more than one, they pitched 
a perfect game. Ten to nothing, Puerto Rico won over Israel. I'm supposed to be excited about this. I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't get invested into the world baseball classic. I can't. I'll see the results when we get further into the finals. I'll start to pay attention. You know, Max Scherzer was talking about the World Baseball Classic. He's just like, I can't go into a a quasi semi, you know, World Series style environment in 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 March. You're asking me to hurt myself. Um, it's 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 not my thing. Carlos, I, I got a question for you, Carlos. Do you care about the WBC? Are you interested in the World Baseball Classic? Do you give a damn? Only because my team just put the mercy rule on Israel. Other than that, I do not care. Because Puerto Rico beat Israel. Puerto Rico. Ho! But you can't even be excited about that. I don't even know what channel the game's on, JR. The World Baseball Classic, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I argued somebody with that a couple of weeks ago. Did you ever care? Like, when it first started, it's hard for me to remember and believe. The World Baseball Classic now is almost, like, 15 years old. Did you ever care? So I cared when it first came out because I love the concept and the idea of it more than the actual execution. It's hard to get the rest of the world to focus and play a sport competitively globally that outside of the States and maybe, uh, you know, Latin America – Nobody really cares. I mean, do we have, you know, superstar players from Great Britain and, you know, some other some of these other countries that I didn't even know played baseball? Not to be, you know, slander anybody or put them in a derogatory manner. I didn't know Chinese Taipei play, had a baseball team. I mean, we've had some pitchers come out of Chinese uh, Taipei. I mean, uh, and he he doesn't he's not around. He broke his foot. Ching Ming Wong, remember him? I do remember him vaguely. Yeah. New York, New York Yankees, and then he was running the bases, and then he screwed up his foot, and that was it. See, but there's 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 more stories of curiosity coming out of the World Baseball Classic than legitimate stories. Like Puerto Rico pitches a perfect game, ten to nothing. Well, who did they play? Israel. Israel. What? You might as well tell me that Puerto Rico beat. What's a country that you don't think plays baseball at all? They don't even swing a bat. Uh, I don't know. The, the Congo. Like, tell me Puerto Rico pitched a perfect game against Congo. I've, I've never seen nobody from the Congo swing no damn baseball bat. Like, it's uh, it's something going on, I guess. I'm not interested. I'd rather... Think about what NFL players are moving on. I'd rather, you know, get ready for March Madness with the, the hell are we calling this, the first four. See what teams get blown out. I watched the blowout tonight in Atlanta. Minnesota Timberwolves came in and smacked the living hell out of the Hawks. Oh, my God. Speaking of a, of a blowout, this wasn't a blowout, but this was a beatdown. Oh, that was almost a fight. Hey, so the Bucks just beat the Kings for the 14th straight time, 133 to 124. 
But let me tell you something. Over the next 24 hours or maybe the next day, half a day, you're going to see Brooke Lopez, and I believe that's Trey Lyles, just try to destroy each other. So the game is basically over. There's 15 seconds left on the clock. Giannis Antetokounmpo has the ball. He's trying to get the clock over with, send everybody home. This game is taking place in Sacramento. And Trey Lyles goes to foul Giannis. And Trey, Trey Lyles, in the process, he fouls him. And then he shoves him. And then Brooke Lopez is standing by. Brooke Lopez, who has to be about 7'1", 7'2", he is a gigantic human being. Brooke Lopez gets in the face of Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles then decides to mush Brooke Lopez in the face. Brooke Lopez decides to shove him back. Trey Lyles, I guess this is all he can reach. He puts, he puts Brooke Lopez in a goozle, grabs him by the throat, and then all hell breaks loose as Brooke Lopez has to be held back and, and, and held on longer. It's pretty ridiculous. If you want to see Brooke Lopez fight, I actually just tweeted the, the link. You can check it out on my Twitter, at JR Sport Brief. And when we come back on the other side, we'll talk about this, this NBA nose-to-nose situation. It's not all we'll talk about. We'll get into to, to March Madness. We had a great conversation about March Madness at the top of the hour. And then we'll spend more time as well talking about Clay Thompson, who absolutely lost his mind tonight in the first half of a basketball game. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. We come back on the other side. We'll talk some hoops and some NFL. We got it all covered. CBS Sports Radio, don't move. 